Welcome to Evolve to Succeed, the podcast that brings together business owners, leaders and experts to talk about their business journeys and provide them with invaluable insights and explore the link between personal and business success. I am your host, Warren Munson, founder of Evolve. I have previously founded, grown and successfully exited three businesses in the business services and technology sectors. I have a passion for helping and advising businesses and seeing them succeed. We all know that leading and running a business comes with its own unique joys and challenges and Evolve provides the advice, guidance and support to the business, you and your teams on that journey, be that if you're starting, growing or looking to exit or step away from your business. We do this through our Ignite, Thrive and Optimize programs and services, which includes strategic advice, coaching and mentoring, leadership training, funded business support and so much more. If you want to learn more about Evolve, then please do go to evolveadvisory.co.uk or connect and message me on LinkedIn. For now though, let's just get on with the show. Welcome to this week's very special episode of the Evolve to Succeed podcast. This episode is a live recording from an event that took place at the Foundry in Paul late last year with Jay Blades. Before we go on, I'd like to just thank Steve Wyatt of Restored Retro for helping put together the event and make it happen. Jay is a highly accomplished entrepreneur, presenter and social advocate whose journey, as we'll hear from the recording, amplifies resilience, creativity and the power of positive change. He is a widely recognised individual for his impactful work in both the business and within social enterprises. As the founder of Jay Co, a successful furniture restoration business, Jay has demonstrated his entrepreneurial skills, transforming a passion for restoring furniture into a thriving enterprise. His business not only revitalizes furniture, but also transforms lives by offering opportunities to individuals facing adversity, empowering them through craftsmanship and skill development. We all more likely know Jay as a familiar face on television, notably as the host of BBC's The Repair Shop, in which he not only demonstrates his passion for the value of craftsmanship and sustainability, but also his warmth and authenticity as a human being. Beyond his endeavours, Jay is a prominent voice advocating for social change and mental health awareness. His inspirational journey from adversity to success and the power of determination and resilience will, I'm sure, resonate with many of our listeners. Therefore, please sit back and listen to a great episode of the Evolve to Succeed podcast. So, Jay, yeah. having read the Making It book, in particular, more recently, the new book on life lessons, yeah. uh, what strikes me is those early years of your life yeah. really have formed your character and made you the man you are. So yeah. what do you think, you know, if you go back to those early days of Jay, yes. growing up in Hackney, yeah. what do you think that, that period in your life has really meant to you and what effect has it had on your life? I, I think, well, no, I don't think. I know that the effect that it's had on me is um, the, the, the strong sense of community. And whatever I try to do, that's all I try to create, a really strong sense of community and a foundation that we can all work and grow together and just support each other in the nicest way. Because when I was growing up in Hackney, even though we were poor, mm. we were all under the same kind of thing where 
we were all poor, but we, we worked together. That's all it was. And that's what I'm trying to do with everything. So that's what it's learnt me. And that's what I try. I keep using that word. I don't know why. It must be because of this chest infection. That's what I put into everything I do. That it's about a community. Feeling of community. Yeah, 100%. Feeling and achieving as a community. Okay. Um, it's one of those things where you can do a hell of a lot as a community. I like to act like ants. So A-N-T-S. Yeah, that's right. Um, so if one ant went out into the community, what he'll do is find some food and then he'll come back to the hive and he'll tell everybody else, listen, I found some food. And then you see the ants walking in a line. They're all going there. There's always one ant that drifts off, goes somewhere else, but then he comes back into the line. And then they bring the food back to the hive. If there's something too big, what then happens is four of them or three of them will work together to bring that back because there's a common interest. Yeah. So that's what I try to create now. That's your definition of what a community really is. 100%. We got to act like ants. Yeah. Act like ants. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. And there's also, you know, out there, there's a great quote from Steve Jobs at, I think it was Harvard University or something like that, where he talked about the essence of, which is you can't really connect the dots to where you are today looking yeah. forward. You can only connect them looking backwards. Okay. And I kind of reflect on your journey yes. and, you know, the successes, but the challenges, the adversity that you've overcome, the highs, yeah. the lows. Yeah. Um, and I read about a man that's got, immense resilience yeah when you when you look back on it it does say resilience but when you're going through it you don't really feel that way yeah. you don't feel like you're resilient you don't feel that you are going to be able to achieve it's really beautiful in hindsight to actually see the upbringing i've had to see the loads of mistakes that i've mm. made if you read the making it book you read a lot about them some of them i had to take out because they were a bit too um silly and wild <laughs> too edgy. yeah yeah a bit too edgy um but basically i shouldn't be where i am today and there's a reason why i'm here and i think the biggest reason i think that i'm here um and i'll only find it out when i'm on my deathbed that i'm here to influence people that i'm never going to meet is to have a kind of ripple effect upon people to then be able to say well i can do it if this person has done it i can do it as well yeah. because it is it's really really hard when you're going through that your trials and tribulations that you, it's hard to think oh it's going to get better yeah it, it's really when you're really at your possible. lowest ever and your lowest point yeah you can't look forward all no the you can't you can't and you can't look forward with regards to looking backwards you can see the present, but sometimes the present is not where you want to no. be. Um, especially eight years, I think it was eight years ago. Yeah, eight years ago, I didn't even want to be here. No. I was looking for a bridge to crash into. So yeah. it's like, the, the, I couldn't see everything that I possibly have gained eight years on. Yeah. And, and you're really honest in you know the books and talking about what happened eight years ago, getting yeah. into your car, yeah. just driving away from home, trying to find a bridge. Yes. Living in your car for a number of days. Yes, yeah, for about a week I lived in the car. Eight years on, we're here today. You are the person you are. Yes. The fame and everything you've got, the business you've got, the impact you're having socially. Yes. How did that all come about? I mean, that's a, an immense turnaround. I tell you what, when when I find out, I'll probably tell you that. Because <laughs> um, you bottle it. Because I'm still, I, I don't know how it's happened. There, there, there's some people believe in um, greater forces like religion and stuff like that. There is definitely someone looking out for me. Yeah. I mean, I've had a really, um, I mean, it's a massive turnaround. It's only when I get to stop and um, stop filming or really take things in or like just sitting there with you and just thinking mm. about, damn, I have come a long way. It's like eight years ago, um, for those who haven't read the book, I was looking for a bridge to crash into. Everything flopped for me. So I was driving up the M40 and uh, my naivety never told me that every bridge has a barrier 
And as, as a barrier, I was driving up the M40 thinking, all right, there's that bridge. And I could see the bridge in the distance, so put your foot down, ready to drive into it, but there's a barrier. Okay, the next one. Once I've came through all of that, it's like then to be, see, I'm just sussing it now. Jesus, it's, um, what I'm going to say, it's going to really sound quite bougie, but I, I don't mean it to be that way. It's just me realizing, hold on a minute. Like, I think it was two weeks ago, the king had a birthday. It was his mm. 75th birthday. And about three weeks before his birthday celebration, I got a call from his assistant saying that the king would like you to host his birthday party at Highgrove. <laughs> and you're just like, to go from eight years ago, you're driving, ready to drive into a bridge, to then be invited by the king to host his birthday party. It's just, it's one of the most surreal experiences. Mm. But what happened straight after the, king's birthday party then i go on to something else i'm filming i'm doing this yeah. so i don't have time to you just don't have time to stop reflect it, it, and take it, it i can't in. digest it i don't i call it breathing it i don't have time to breathe mm. the experiences that i've had and even having there's another one just come back and sorry it does sound very bougie i apologize for this but even having lunch with dame julie dench that she's cooking dinner for me you know what i mean yeah. it's just like are you for real? <laughs> right. Is this really happening? And then we finished dinner, we finished lunch, sorry, and then she's like, oh, let's go out and feed the ducks. I'm like, what, you got ducks here? We go out the bank, she's got this lake and the ducks are there and I'm just feeding, I'm like, I'm here with the dame, we're feeding these ducks, my missus is there. This is a bit yeah. surreal. So I don't know how I got myself there. Yeah. I wouldn't say to people, okay, take this path. I think the path was already determined for me. And it's a case of, right, I'm just walking those steps now. That's really? all I'm doing. Do you not think it's a, that seize the opportunities as they present themselves, be no, resilient, no, I, I never say no? There's loads of, loads of opportunities out there, but I think real, there's this saying called real recognises real. So real people recognise real people. And I say nice people recognise nice yeah. people. So when you meet the people such as Dame Julie Dance, Dame Mary Berry, Sir David Jason there's a real connection I have with those people that mm. they have become friends. And it's just, it's one of the most surrealist things. And I don't think it's seizing an opportunity because these people are way up there. Yeah, in they've the seized their opportunity. Yeah, they're, they're there, they're, they're beyond. There. Yeah. And they've got loads of people that come to them on a regular basis that are trying to capitalize upon their fame to make themselves bigger. Mm. So I'm, I'm sure that they won't suffer fools lightly. So no. like me coming to them and speaking with them, it's, it, we've just, formed a friendship and there wasn't necessarily an opportunity it was just i would say an opportunity to probably become a community member of being friends i was together. just about to say do you think That's there's some it of it that comes back to that sense of purpose that you talked mm. about that sense of community and you're yeah. you're not in it for the ego of it no are no. you in it for some to do some good no 100 percent. it's not nothing to do with me is is, is ego i don't do um i don't do ego very well no. um i try to just be just be me and don't look at this celebrity status because some people can um it can go to their head and yeah. it's it came to me quite late i think i started in tv when i was 46 so i had a life before yeah. that and then now it's um it's just a surreal experience i mean <laughs> i mean it's unbelievably surreal yeah just yeah. got to live it and enjoy it every day. Well, I'm, I'm, I have to go away to enjoy it. Yeah. Like when I, I'm going away on Monday uh, for two weeks and I think that's when I'll have a time to just look back. My missus said what she's going to do is um, we're just going to look back at the year, what I've done, and then just really like, wow, wow, really yeah. enjoy it. Because I haven't enjoyed it, to tell it's, the truth. Not that I haven't enjoyed myself doing it, but I haven't really taken it all in. Take it in, in and yeah. reflected on your achievements yeah. and, it's, yeah, celebrated. And it's crazy. Yeah. It's a lot. 
Yeah. It's, I mean, like, <laughs> I'm just sussing about the king's thing. It was, and my mum was there, and she was saying to the king, she goes to the king, oh, you look better up in personal than you do. <laughs> and he turned around and he goes to her, excuse me? And she goes, yeah, you're really good looking. And he was just like, oh, thank you. I never saw him. I've never seen him ever get like that. So after he had done the rounds and he spoke to everybody, then um, we walked outside and I'd ask, sorry, sir, for my mum chatting you up and all that. And he goes to me, he goes, no, 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 I loved it. That was the best bit. Like, I've got a spring in me step. And he just walked off and he kind of skipped. It was unbelievable. <laughs> you saw my mum made the king skip. Your mum like, hitting on him. Because <laughs> you know when kids skip, that means they're happy. They're really... And us as adults, we don't skip enough. Yeah. Um, but to see the, skin, the king skipping was like, oh, that's tasty. Yeah. And, and you've, I was going to talk to you about that kind of relationship with the king. Because yeah. it starts quite... You're quite standoffish. And you, you're not sure what you should get involved. Or, you know, this, you describe yourself as a boy from a council estate in Hackney. Yeah, and I met someone from the Royal Estate. And yeah, yeah. and you, make, you <laughs> met somebody from the Royal Estate and yeah. it just felt, is this right? Does it feel right? No, I think a lot of people, the sad thing about it, you saw there's a show that we've done on the repair shop where um, he came along. Mm. Well, we went to Dumfries House. We picked up some items and then um, he came to pick those up. The the thing about it, we was at Dumfries House, I think, two days before and we was doing loads of rehearsals. I mean, it was insane. I don't like rehearsing. Yeah. I don't like doing any... Um, prep for yeah, questions don't tell me the questions don't tell me the questions i don't <laughs> i don't like it we just do it natural so um we did all of that and they were saying someone was acting as the king this is what he's going to do this is what he's going to say blah 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 two days we've done this first meeting i had with him went totally off script he never done anything that we had rehearsed for and it was so funny that we had met in this kind of lobby so he's got a lobby probably about the size of this room he came down the stairs and there's a lady in the corner over there. And in this room, there's loads of clocks. I mean, just loads. So we're outside and he started talking to me about this clock and about that one. He asked the lady to bring one over. She had these white gloves on. She brought it over. He's explaining that and then she went back. And then he turned to me and he goes, Jay, where, where's, where's the cameras? <clears throat> and I goes, um, they're in the room, sir. And he's like, well, what are we doing here? And I said, well, <laughs> you're the future king of England. I can't stop you from talking. And he's like, but is there people in there? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, they're all in there, the cameras, and everybody's waiting for us to be in there. And we're in this hallway. So as we come into the actual room, me and him are having a laugh because we was laughing outside, and then we went in. And I think that was the icebreaker right. between me that and him. That moment. Yeah, yeah, that moment where we had, where he realised, oh, I am not being filmed. Yeah. This was not necessarily a waste of time, but it was kind of meant for me and, me and yeah, him to be going. So I was, never, I was never really offish with him. I'm a great believer in... Um, you just meet people. Yeah. Doesn't matter whether they're from a royal estate or from a council estate. You just speak to people of people. And just um, connect. You just well, you, you can connect if you are being yourself. Mm. But sometimes I think people, um, when they meet any form of royalty, they're like airs and graces to the extent where you become somebody else. You're not yeah. yourself. And then they can actually read that because they meet, I mean, millions of people. Um, and me and him, yeah, we've just kind of hit it off. It is... It is surreal when you say that, or when I say it, and I'm saying it to myself, and I just find it very, very weird to say that I'm friends with the king. It's yeah. kind of like, it's a bit, really? I'm like, is this real? Yeah. yeah. And do you think that, because, again, you've got some shared visions and principles, yes. haven't you? And yeah, that's yeah. probably... Um, which yeah. underpins it and underlines yeah. it. 100%. I think if you've got someone from, I don't support a football team, but if you're with someone who's supporting the same football team as you, then you're obviously going to speak. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're lined up. So we both have a really, um, 
it's a passion that we have about craft that we want the future to be brilliant mm. um, and we want these to be passed down we want craft to be accessible um, and he's doing it and he's been doing it called cool, blimey well over 40 years he's been talking about the environment talking about craft for for eons and some yeah. people used to say that he was a little bit crazy yeah. what he's talking about but now it's like everything he was talking about back then is actually what we're living now it's like really working relevant. as a community yeah. this is a place that is part of a community um and we're supporting a lovely charity and the young lady is there somewhere where is she there she is there she is um and it's all about community and that's what he's been talking about yeah. since i'd say 50 years ago yeah yeah, he's been on it. Everybody was looking at him a little kind of yeah. army. A little, a little bit. sidewards. It's yeah. like, what are you talking about? Yeah. 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 And now it's a case where um, when he was talking about plastic bags 40 years ago, now yeah. we understand what that's all about, the damage it's doing to the environment. Yeah. So, yeah, no, we've got a common interest. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And great plans? Um, a lot of plans. <laughs> um, it's... Um, yeah, he's 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 a really cool guy. I mean, it's it's unbelievable how cool he is. I, my mum's always told me, what you don't see with your eyes, don't talk with your mouth. Mm. So if you haven't seen someone's family, haven't seen their actions or whatever, just leave it alone. But there's a lot of people, especially if you're the royal family, a lot of people talk about them as if mm. they know them. And I've never done that. And then when I got to meet him, it's like I can only say great things about him. He is yeah. a brilliant person and he's going to make a brilliant king. And with what we're doing together with regards to the King's Foundation, it's like, come on, let's bring it on. Right. Yeah, the future's bright. Wish you every success. Thank you. And one of the things that, ways you describe yourself and you've had the psychometric tests to find yes. this out is that, yeah. is that you're an introvert. And when we see you today and we yeah. see you on the repair shop, yes. it kind of becomes a little hard to, to believe. believe. Yeah. yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, so with all the attention that you are getting now in life mm. as an introvert naturally as a character yes how do you find that time that peace for yourself so that you can be yourself i tell you what that is probably no i am myself when i'm being let's say i'm being an extrovert here yeah. now um but i mean more but how do you find that time to care for yourself you you've asked a question which is absolutely beautiful and no one's asked me that question ever that's um Thank you. See, I love it when people do their homework and he's done his own work. It's brilliant. Um, <laughs> how I find myself is I drive most of the places. Um, okay. I listen to a lot of music. Um, on a Friday when I'm filming, I try to get home early. So I play some music um, on the vinyl and then have a dance with the missus. Sometimes I just sit down. Um, before what I used to do as an introvert, and they call me an extreme introvert, I used to go to hotels and I used to just sit in a lobby and drink a cup of tea and just watch people and just listen to the music mm. and just have that was kind of like my therapy. Um, now I can't do that. Yeah. It's um, I will get hounded, get and, mobbed. Yeah, but what I've done, I've done something the other day, and it 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 only dawns onto me after how introvert I am. I went to an event uh, for City and Guilds in the Eden Project, and I think it was two or three two days I was there. And I just got hounded. Like, it was unbelievable. And it takes a lot out of you mm. because a lot of people, what tends to happen is a lot of people offload to you. Yeah. They offload either about their family member who's no longer with us that love the show or they've got an item that they want to have fixed or they would like me to be part of this charity. No one, apart from yourself, has yeah. asked me, how do you get back to you? Yeah. Did, no one you really could, connect with you yeah, as a human. Yeah, yeah that's, and, and that's what I find. That, that bit is a little bit more... Um, it's draining. Yeah. Um, so Can you get imagine, tired. Yeah. Um, you get very, very tired. But it's it's cool. It's part of the job. It's one of those things where I understand I am quote unquote a celebrity. I don't really like that no. title. <laughs> but um, And I know that people 
love the show, love the stuff that I do, and they want to have a chin wag. And it's the first time those people have met me. So I have to just suck it up, pull up my big boy pants, and just yeah. um, take it on the chin. Um, because it might be the thousandth person that's met me, but it's the first time they've met yeah. me. It's really so important to them at that moment in time. Super important, super important, <laughs> yeah. 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 So I, give, I do give back. I give back a lot to myself. Um, Good. We go to a place where, um, especially in the UK, we go to this place. I'm not going to mention it because I'm not plugging it, <laughs> but it's um, it's kind of like a retreat. And the other day we was there for three days and we just stayed in this cabin. And I've got an open fire in there and I love like burning stuff. I think, I've, I think I've, there's a problem. Did you take some of the bits of furniture that didn't quite work with you? <laughs> the, missus, the missus was saying to me, you can't keep burning everything. I was just looking for paper everywhere. I just wanted to burn it because I'm almost run out of all the logs. They gave us a load of logs, but I, I burnt them all. Um, yeah, I love fires. Yeah, fires. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Now, the, the greatest bit of TV, and I'm sure those in the room that, you know, seen you on TV will probably resonate with this, was, yes. you know, Jay Blades learning to read. Oh, yes. You know, read yeah, at yeah. 51. You know, yes. it's been a, an impactful piece of TV. Yes. The piece for me around that was that you were so open, you know, yeah. that you did have dyslexia, that you yeah. couldn't still read. You yes. know, that was kind of the shock and the opening elements of the program. And then yeah. you went on that journey and you shared that personal yeah. journey. It's got to be done. Yeah. And was that really important? It was clearly really important for you to do that. No, I, the, my mission is to influence people I'm never going to meet. Yeah. So writing the book and being open about my depression, uh, attempts of suicide and yeah. so on and so forth, mental health, going through counselling, and then learning to read was almost like, um, it was, for me, the thing that I had to do. There's a number of people, there's about 8 million people out in our society that have a problem with reading. Mm. And it's still one of those stigma things where yeah, people don't admit it. Yeah, people doesn't. don't admit it. Yeah. So um, luckily for me, I was teamed up with a charity called Read Easy. Um, they gave me a coach that helped me out. But what's happened since the program, mm. they've had 50% volunteers wanting to teach people how to read. And they've had 60% of adults mainly taking up the advice of like I'm learning to read right. so that helps for me it's if you're going to influence people and you're going to utilize your celebrity status you must utilize it for good to benefit other people mm. rather than benefiting yourself yeah. that's a true um, community worker yeah. there's some people that are true celebrities that's yeah. all about them they want yeah, to go to Dubai their wealth their creation it's who all they about are. Yeah. yeah and I understand that that's cool Every, yeah. each to their own but I've come from a community background I've done community work for 20 years mm. so if I was to go into this celebrity world and then forget my community roots I wouldn't be true to myself no. so that's why I did that show and that's why I do almost everything that I do now is about how's the impact going to be on someone else okay. what are they going to think what's the wider this? impact yeah what's the wider impact what's the benefit for somebody else rather than myself okay yeah. I, and yeah that's a different definition of celebrity isn't it or yeah different definition of what success is for you yeah yeah and i know some people are not not driven that way but because um i think paul o'grady was, was very similar to that because when you come from either a caring um profession so i think paul o'grady was a social worker yeah. before he got into being celebrities so for him it was about what's the impact what's it going to create yeah. for other people there are some people who are in the celebrity world that have that same mindset and uh, as I said I don't mind that other people don't have it but that's me being true to myself yeah. and luckily for me then I'm able to align myself with a number of different organizations that would utilize me to then be able to benefit other people yeah. whether that's the King's Foundation um, being a chancellor at my um, old university City and Guilds uh, Heritage Craft uh, and Queen Elizabeth Scholarship Trust so, so yeah 
that kind of leads on to a thought that you, you obviously clearly are so passionate about giving back. Yeah, 100%. And adding value to others. Yeah. But you must get requests constantly. All the time. All so the time. how do you choose the things that you will give your time and effort for? Um, I've, I've recently, this, I, did, I was going to say this year, but it's only happened this month. I've, we're doing this training. Um, my team around me are saying, Operation J says no. Okay. Um, it's, um, and it's really like hard. I mean, really. Amy, we might need to do that. <laughs> no, I mean, it's extremely hard. So I've got an assistant that deals with all my emails and stuff like that. And um, she says to me, oh, I don't have to bring them to you, Jay. I can just politely say, no, he can't do it because he doesn't have the time. And I said to her, well, that's not helping me with Operation yeah, Jay says, says no. no. Um, so she brings me these things. And it's you. it's... She feels sorry for me because she can feel like, well, Jay, you're doing that, that, that on that day that they want you to do. This. Could we? Um, and then you haven't had lunch on that day as well. Okay, no. And it, it's, it's a really hard thing. <laughs> it's a really thing. slow It's a slow no. no. Yeah, but I've only been doing it for about three weeks now, and it's really, really hard because okay. we get a lot of requests. Yeah. I mean, it's insane. Yeah. Um, I'm glad I don't read the emails. Um, one, because I can't read them all, and it's like I don't have the time. Yeah. But it's she deals with, she said to me today, that she deals with 100 emails a day. Imagine that. 100. Just 100 requests, emails. Yeah, it? just requests. And then she's got eight different people that put into my diary who all, all have to go through her, whether it's to do with the book, whether it's to do with um, events that I've already um, said that I'm going to do, TV, d d loads of stuff she deals with. It's crazy. Yeah. 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 Amazing. But I'm, I'm getting used to saying no. It's really... Operation J says it's no. It's really hard, Watch man. The space, hey? It's really hard, <laughs> yeah. Because there's some really... I think the, the sad thing for me is that there's... There's not many people that are out there, in my eyes, doing what they should be doing with their celebrity status. Mm -hmm. We should be all giving back. Imagine we all was to act like ants, yeah. and then it would just be perfect. Everything yeah. would be cool. But there are some people that are a little bit selfish. Yeah, I mean, I've met you for the first time today, and, and you know, the yeah. thing is, that for you, it's, not, it's clear, isn't it? That yeah. Everybody would agree, that sense of purpose, that passion yeah. for giving back, that sense of community mm. is what you're doing it for. Yeah. I think that's rare. Yeah. Whereas most celebrities, it is about them. It's about their wealth creation. It's about their ego. It's, it's all about that. Yeah, I've, I've fallen out with some celebrities as well. Oh, I'll tell you, you that. Yeah, because I asked them, well, what are you doing for the future? And then they said to me, oh, I'm getting a place in Dubai and I'm, I'm doing this. I said, no, 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 the future. Like, <laughs> the, and they're like, they look at me quite strange. And I say, well, I'm talking about for people where you're from. Like, you didn't just become a celebrity. You are from somewhere. How are you helping your community? And like, why are you asking me that question? I just want to know. And then they, um, they swiftly move away from me. <laughs> uh, and I can't call them anymore. That's it's, a difficult question. <laughs> yeah, very difficult. So we've got plenty of business owners, leaders in the room today. Yes. And I think, you know, as a community, you know, this foundry is a great place. It's a great community. And, mm. and as I think, you know, the Bournemouth Christchurch conurbation is that as well. And there's a lot of people here that want to give back to their community or maybe want to bring that sense of achieving something wider for the business community or the community at large into yeah. their business. Yes. Any hints and tips about how going? I, I would always say go it? local. 
go right. local. Always look at a local charity. Yeah. Um, see if you can volunteer and see, they, see how you can help. It's not always about the kind of financial gains that yeah. you can give them. Sometimes it's the expertise. It's the kind yeah. of knowledge that you have in business that you can offer those people yeah. because a lot of people are needy. And I've, I've run charities for a number of years, run community projects for a number of years. And I, I find when you're doing that, you're so deep in it that you don't necessarily look at the parapet to then say, well, how can I gain help? Yeah. But I think it's people who have a bit of time on their hands that they can actually offer their volunteering services. So that's what I would say. If you have a skill in doing something, it could be web designs, it could be graphic design, whatever yeah. it is, you can offer that to a local charity. Yeah. So I would always say start local um, before you branch out and start helping people in other countries because on your doorstep, um, we have a number of issues that are going on in our society. The cost of, cost of living crisis is going up and then we also have the fastest growing charities is food banks. Mm. And it's like, that's criminal. Yeah. absolutely criminal and um, I think I've opened nothing I know I've opened about four food banks and two heat banks and it's it's really it's quite soul destroying mm. um, but I think they need to have more help from people who are functioning in business yeah. um, and doing whatever they're doing definitely yeah. that really you know I, I absolutely that really resonates with me I agree with that I think those that know me will know that you know, inspire, evolve, the business has always been involved in. We've always said we need to give back to the community and yeah. that isn't cash. Yeah. That's time, that's effort, time. that's skills. Yeah. Because that's what, you know, and I was a chair of Julius, board yeah. of trustees for Julius House because yeah. that was my time. Yes. And that was a skill set. And I think yeah. that's really important and is a really good lesson for us all to take No, no, 100%. Today. I think that there's no, the, the, the easiest way for some people to say is like give money. Yeah. But that's kind that's of distant. That's easy option, that's isn't it? That's very easy. Yeah. I think giving your time and actually giving your expertise is, is, is what's done it for me. And it's what's yeah. helped me meet a number of people throughout the charity stuff that I've done in the past. Yeah. And then now I see a number of people giving back um, who are at the, at the top level. And um, when you see how much the king gives back, it's insane. Mm. I mean, it's like, whoa. That's what, I know it's his duty. That's yeah. what he's got to do. But it's there's, his job. Yeah, there's things that he's set up that he doesn't have to set up. Okay. He doesn't have to it's do It's wider that. than... Yeah, it's a lot wider. Um, I mean, a lot wider. So I, I've got the right thinking. If it's all right for the king, it's all right for me. That's what I said. <laughs> you know I mean? We're on the same kind of wavelength. And the, the reason oh, that... You. That's a nice laugh, isn't it? <laughs> you know what I mean? The reason that we're here today and the reason I've been introduced to you is Steve Wyatt. Where's Steve? Steve's there. There yeah. he is, the governor. That's the governor, yeah. So... <laughs> Uh, well done Steve yeah and anybody that knows Steve yeah he does deserve a round of applause this is a young man that's been through the thick of it I've been through the thick of it and so is he um, yeah. but he's come out the other end and um, basically he's just smashing it I mean he's doing exactly what should be done yeah. and he's received the support for a number of people around him and he still receives it. I think there's, where's the governor? The, the other governor's here, isn't it? The guy who runs, the, there he is, yeah. Um, when, when you've got like-minded people around you, they would obviously support you. And then you get shining people like Steve, who's just like, bosh, he's doing yeah. it. So I'm ultimately proud of him, 100%. Thank you, Brilliant. sir. Well done, Steve. Well. Sorry, I forgot your train of thought you was going well, No, somewhere. that was my question. You've answered oh, my question. Oh, is it? Oh. It's clearly that you've got a strong relationship was the question. And you know, how did that come about? How have you built that collaboration? You've obviously got Jay and Co, yes. where you collaborate together. Steve's got Restored Retro. And it was just, yeah. you know, how did that fit together in life, as it were? Well, I think it fitted together in life because Steve is... Um, yeah, he's absolutely perfect for Jane Co. He's part of that community, part of a community of ants, let's mm. say. So first of all, when I first came into contact with Steve, it was in my workshop in Berry Street in Wolverhampton. Came over, we was having a chin wag about certain bits and bobs. Um, and his love for 
restoring furniture and how he could take it forward. What can he do and stuff? Um, and I was mentoring a few people. And I think Steve, I was loosely mentoring. And then he just went off and just done it. And like, I, as I said, I'm just super proud of him. So yeah. it's, it's almost like when you meet people, you meet people for the right reason, but you don't know what the reason is of it. Yeah. It comes later on in yeah. life. Um, it's a bit like I have this kind of metaphor of me being a stone. So you throw this stone into a, into a pond or a lake and it creates ripples. And those ripples go to the shore. And then every now and again, those ripples come back to the original source. And that's what Steve has done. I've had a number of young people do that as well. Leanne from a group called Little Mix. I mentored her since she was 13. Now she's, well, now I'm a trustee of a charity that she's running and giving back. Because I always say to the young mm. people I work with, if you're able to give back, once you've got a kind of influence, that's what you should be doing. Yeah. And that's what she's done. And that's what Steve's doing as well. It's kind so, of this yeah. adage in life, isn't it? Which is one I try and live by is that you should always be looking up for the person that can help you. And, yeah. But you should always be looking down and always, offering yeah. the hand down. 100%. And if you live your life like that, yeah. that's the connection piece. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. Always. Yeah. You know, through that book, Life Lessons, if you haven't read it, it's a great book. Yeah. Um, I listened to it. I was going to Bolton and listened to it on the way to Bolton. Yeah. Um, and it really is impactful. And you, within there, there's nine lessons and there's a, there's a sort of summary lesson at the end. Yes. Now, we've probably touched on a number of those lessons during the course of what we've talked about today. But if there was yeah. one lesson that this audience took away that you would want to impact them with, what would one it be? Lesson. Okay. Uh, the, the book is brilliant, but this one, what I'm about to say, ain't in the book, which is... Um, this is number 11. This is, <laughs> this is book number two, yeah. I've always When I first started writing books, I've got a ghostwriter. I yeah. talk to him, and then he just writes it all down, puts what I say into a sentence, hence why it sounds like me when, it's, um, yeah, when you read it. Yeah, definitely has got your tone of voice. Yeah, it. it's yeah. kind of um, a little bit crazy. But the, the one I want to give you... Oh, no, that's it. That's what I was saying. That I said to the book people that I have nine books in me. No, seven, seven books I said to them that I want to write, seven books. And they said, well, most people just like negotiate doing one book. And I said, well, if you're not talking to me about seven books, I don't want to talk to you because I've got seven inside me. I'm not a Millie Vanilli. I'm not a one hit wonder. <laughs> some of you young ones won't know that. So, um, so what happened is I've written three already and then I've got to come up with another four. Um, <laughs> me and my big mouth. This, this, uh, I, should, yeah, I shouldn't have done that. Don't but overcommit. I did what I did at that time. You know what I mean? Um, but the, the thing I would love to leave you guys with is this. Um, what's going to happen in life is loads of people are going to try and take you off your path. 100%. They turn, gonna, it could be family members. It could be um, your spouse. It could be people that you work with. They're all going to try and get you off of something positive that you're doing. But you must always remember that you are a bumblebee. And I'll explain why. A bumblebee will never waste its time trying to convince a fly. We're all grown up here. Aren't we? Yeah. Okay. A bumblebee will never waste its time trying to convince a fly that honey tastes better than poo. I'll say it again. <laughs> a bumblebee will never waste its time trying to convince a fly that honey tastes better, I'll say the right word, than shit. Yeah? <laughs> and basically, the flies will come along and tell you what you're doing is not great. They'll say, come and sit down with me because I'm sitting on this poo that's absolutely fabulous. But you know it's not fabulous. And you can feel it in your gut. You get that kind of gut feeling because you're a bumblebee. And it's basically understanding that even flies will come to the honey that you're creating because it's quite sweet. But you have to remember, do not sit down with the flies 
because they're sitting on poo and it isn't good. So always think like a bumblebee, if that makes sense. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So we always end the podcast with one question and I'm going to do that now before I open the floor to questions. And I think you've really talked about this during the course of our conversation, Jay, but I do want to revisit it. Cool. And that is, what is your definition of personal success? Wow. Jeez, you got some good questions, didn't you? Thank you. <laughs> the definition of personal success, um, I think, is probably that ripple effect, what you're leaving in, um, in our society. Are you leaving a ripple for people to follow and people to actually um, be inspired to go forward and do something similar to what you've done, which is help others? Mm. If you're not helping others, I think, personally, I don't think that's success. Yeah. Some people would say they're helping others, um, but the reality is they're... They're not, when you really look at it. Um, There's a lot of greenwashing going on in our society at the moment. Way too much. Yeah, and a lot of people ticking the the box. But when you dig down, or you've just got to lift up one layer and you can see they're not Mm. actually doing it correctly. So for me, my personal success would be who you help in society. And you're not gaining anything from helping those people. So you're not shouting about it. I don't like when people shout about, oh, taking a picture, I'm helping this food bank today, I'm doing that. I, I do a lot of stuff that I never speak just, about. Yeah. yeah, you just do it. Because there isn't, um, there's no class in talking about it in that no. way. So that's personal success for me. It's Brilliant. about who you help. And I help a lot of people. There's a lady, um, this one I have to talk about because we're going to make it a big thing. Um, I'm doing this thing called Jay Blades Presents. Um, not that I have enough on my plate. I've put even <laughs> yeah. more on Not there. one you didn't say no to. Then. No, this one. <laughs> sometimes you get, there's this lady, she sent me this box. It was like a, a box with all of her designs that were in it and a lovely letter. Um, and my wife was reading it. And my wife started crying really like crying and she's reading this letter to herself before she reads it out to me and I was like well what's going on who's been hurt what, mm-hmm. what, what's happening and then she stopped reading she's like you're going to help this girl aren't you I said, but who is the girl what is what, what are you talking about and tears are running down and then she explained to me there was a young girl or there is a young girl 23 years old she's got leukemia brain tumour she suffers from epileptic fits the doctor said to her that she'll never write or draw again um, she's taught herself how to write and she's done these brilliant designs um and I've then mentored her, helped her out getting her a website, all that kind of stuff. And then I've reached out to some of my friends and I've said, well, look, I would like to do this thing called J Blades Presents where I present people who have not gone to Royal College of Art mm. or they're a bit of an underdog and I want to give them a lift up. Can you help me out? So we reached out to places like Liberties, Hills, Fortman and Masons, um, Selfridges, uh, there's someone else. But Fortman and Masons have come back. And Fortman and Mason says, we are going to make a real big deal about this. So they've allowed me to showcase this young lady in there. But then also, we're looking at showcasing other people in there. And there's no financial gain for myself. There's no financial gain for Fortman and Masons. All it is, is that you have the big boys looking after someone who's quite small and just putting them on that platform. So that's what success to me is really all about. If you're not doing that kind of stuff, then um, move out of the way because I'm... I've got to do it myself. Yeah, Jay's yeah. on his way. Yeah, I'm on my way. <laughs> yeah. If you're going to come and help me, cool. But yeah. if you're not, yeah, yeah just sit there Create some you ripples are. with me. Yeah, or... go to Dubai. It's all right. Yeah. yeah. Go buy I mean? your house in Dubai. Yeah, yeah that's cool. Yeah. Perfect. Brilliant, Jay. <laughs> Thank you, Jay. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the Evolve to Succeed podcast. My hope with every episode 
is that you've learned something new or heard something that challenged your way of thinking and further motivated you on your path towards becoming a more knowledgeable, informed and inspired individual and business leader. And don't forget, if you'd like to learn more about Evolve and the services we offer and how we can help you and your business confidently start, grow and exit, then please go to evolveadvisory.co.uk. Please also help and support this podcast by subscribing, liking and giving us a positive review on your favourite listening platform. Thanks for listening and see you next week.